Check, check. One, two, one, two. We recording, KP? We are recording, guys. Let's do this. Episode number 19. I am your host, Kevin Sturdivant, a.k.a. Coach Kevion. Welcome to Project Mindset, the most uplifting podcast on the planet. Today, we got a legendary story for you. Restaurateur extraordinaire, my dude, Andy Nguyen. I can't even... I can't even say Andy Afters anymore because there are just too many things going on that this dude does. Uh, I originally met Andy back in 2007 when he was first getting his clothing brand off the ground, I Am King. Um, I had a coaching company at the time called Peace Academy with uh, my partner Greg Carroll and Greg started doing some one-on-one coaching with him, started coaching the crew. And at a very uh, start of his his career, he was all about the art of manifestation, the law of attraction, goal setting, affirmations, the whole nine. And he rocked with that brand for seven years. They had a, a, a pretty strong buzz. We didn't we didn't go too much into details about um about the business aspects necessarily because we are shifting gears with this podcast and really just getting a a deeper understanding of how our guests think what's their what's their process for preparation and so you know to give you guys a little bit of a background they were in over a thousand a thousand different accounts globally and they reached a point where he knew something needed to shift they had some challenges with uh, a run of production that really set them back and it had them thinking about man maybe we should maybe we should start to mess around with something else so they came up with this idea while he was still doing the clothing company i am king and uh with like 12 g's and a couple buddies they started an ice cream shop and right out of the gate the thing just started to go crazy uh afters ice cream they now have over 25 no they now have 25 locations um well over 50 million dollars in sales they've had some really cool collabs from the hundreds to crooks and castles to spongebob to hello kitty and here's what the craziest thing is now for 2019 that operation of afters is what andy said only five percent of everything else he's doing now um, andy is an owner in over 10 different restaurant concepts Uh, from here to Kansas. So uh, that alone is about 40 different locations on top of the 25 locations of Afters Ice Cream. So we're talking uh, over over 50 million this year in uh, the various different businesses that Andy's involved with and still just a really cool, humble dude. Uh, He's a couple months away from having his first little one and Anybody that knows him knows the dude is just the ball of positive energy. He's everyone's favorite foodie. And today he he shared a lot about the, the, the specific moments that defined who he is today. He We talked about the unique gifts and, and the skills that he applies in all of these different businesses. We talked as well about some of the things that he still battles. And of course, we talked a lot about 
the future of what he sees is going to be shifting uh, in the retail and uh, restaurant business and his passion of really being at the forefront of that. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this interview. Uh, much love to my dude Andy Nguyen for coming in and, and absolutely crushing it. So thank you in advance to everybody for sharing this. Remember, to teach is to learn twice. So take a moment to, to, to write down what really stood out for you from this podcast screenshot that post it on your insta tag me i'm always looking to see how you guys are learning and growing from these we got a lot more coming so without further ado i'd like you to meet my good friend andy nguyen let's go project mindset episode 19 here in 2019 getting this party started with the man the myth restaurateur extraordinaire What up, Andy? What up? Thanks for having me here. Man, thank you for being here, dude. Of course. It's been a long time wow. building. Uh, you've been uh, an extraordinary example of somebody that is about self-improvement. Mm-hmm. So I'm stoked that you're here. Uh, tell some of the listeners about your, your initial introduction to life coaching and, and uh, how we met. Yeah, uh, my introduction to life coaching was through your partner former partner yeah, greg carroll um yeah. uh, i happened to land and meet greg carroll and i was going through a rough rough patch and he coached us through it and shook me sh- gave me that good shake and, and pretty much opened my mind to something else and ever since then i've carried a lot of those like those values with me to today that's awesome yeah. dude shout out to greg carroll shout out greg yeah yeah man yeah. well it's been uh it's been pretty pretty legendary like seeing you uh, just over these last really five years, yeah. right? I mean, we've known each other since like the early LRG days. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it, it's it's crazy to see from that crew that blossom, how me as a teenager was watching that LRG team and how I looked up to you guys and I was like, this is that's what I want my team to be like. I want to create that kind of family, that bond, and and do it for myself. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like when I think about that era. You know, I'm very blessed to have been a part of that and like being being Jonas's right hand dude. You know, he called me his his life coach. And I think for so much of us, like what we really took back from it and Mm -hmm. and as much as I was in it, I was also watching it. It was just an energy, dude, (laughs) where it was like, dang, like the crew, the family, the growth, the inspiration. Yeah, he taught us all so much, man. I'm so so grateful that I was a part of that. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm super grateful to watch a lot of you guys. Yeah. And, and I used to have a lot of the the team under my the LRG guys from Vince yeah. and and every everyone's under my belt. And it's been pretty crazy to see like Scotty, everybody. Yeah, yeah. so cool, <laughs> man. So let's let's start off with this question. You know, we're okay. kind of shifting the format of our podcast from going through a a lengthy story to really just diving into the gems of who you are certain moments that created a big shift in your life Mm -hmm. um so the first question really is like what happened in business right Mm -hmm. you you had i am king going for seven years 2007 to 2014 correct and definitely had a buzz Mm -hmm. right like how big did I am King grow? We like were at the in, peak. I think with all our accounts plus we're a thousand plus retailers around the world. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And did it reach a point where you looked at the operation and you're like, this is it, man. We got it. We got it going. Like, this is going to pop off. We're the next blah, 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 whatever it is. Or was it always a struggle? No, I think at some points in time, we felt like, you know, we got this. This is this is it. We got the perfect season. We got every the trade show. Our booth is lined up. The sales are going crazy. Yeah. Like, we have this. And the next thing you know, boom, we missed production. We're late on shipment. Damn. We're in trouble again. So what happened then? What happened that created the shift? Like, what was the moment mm-hmm. where you had to just pivot? I think being in the clothing industry for that, that, that time period, you see that you see that up and down, up and down, and you see things, trends change all the time. And I'm like, dude, this is not what I envisioned. This is not what I wanted to do. You know, this is not fun anymore. I'm forced to design certain ways mm. to hit certain accounts and, and I'm working with people. I'm not happy anymore. What do I do? And at one point in life, I was like, if I don't make this, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm screwed. Like this right. is my life. I'm we're, we're fucked. Yeah. And then the hobby happened after it was the hobby that we, we messed with and we tried and we tested and it worked. And I was like, Oh shit. When you started afters, mm-hmm. uh, you started with five partners, mm-hmm. 12 G's. Yeah. Right. Yep. Maybe six or seven homies on staff <laughs> that that first spot off of uh, in Fountain Valley. Yes. Right. Rick Christian Talbert. Um, what were you? You were still doing I Am King. Yeah. I was still doing I'm King. The first week, the first week that we grand opened already, we didn't obviously didn't expect it to be chaotic and, yeah. and all the lines and crazy as it was. I had to leave for the trade show two days after grand open. Wow. I still had agenda. I still had to go. So I was still doing I'm King at the same time. Yeah. So I'm juggling both. And then during that time period, I was like, okay, you know what? We have to make a decision. And I talked to the guys and, and they're just like, you got you to gotta figure out what you want to do. And I was like, you know what? Because how many partners did you have at I Am King? One partner. So you had one partner. Yeah. And he's, yeah. All, he's over at Afters too. That's awesome, yeah, man. So I brought, you know, I brought my, that's my, that's my boy and it was birthday yesterday. So. No, who's yeah. that? His name is, we call him Polo. He's like the unicorn, like he's behind the scenes, like he doesn't really yeah. exist, but he's there. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like a ghost Instagram yeah, account. He's, he doesn't even know how to use social media. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. He's the behind the scenes wow, guy. Wow. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, um, what was the hardest part about closing that, that thing, which at one point you, 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 you reached a a, a place where you're like, damn, this is working. Yeah. We got a buzz, right? What was the hardest part about shutting that down and going all in into afters? Or was it easy? I don't, it's definitely not easy. That was like, that was my baby. It's seven years, you know, seven years of that. That built a lot of, a lot of my um, foundation of who I am. Right. And the team and the family, I, I'm still close to this day. Mm. It's separating from that was, was not easy. But, right. you know, for us is making sure before we close it out that we we found them jobs elsewhere and that everyone was good to go before we, we closed off everything. Wow. Before we that, sold it off. Yeah. That's really cool, man. Yeah. And how many people uh, were part of that crew at I Am King? It, it, it varied. We went from 15 to 45 to 50 people at one point yeah. and then back down to all the way down until till we got everyone job. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yep. So let me ask you this. What would you say was, uh, when you look at where you're at now, you're 34. Yep. What would you say was a childhood moment okay. that, that shaped your, your future, 
the most? Oh, the, the exact, the, I'll always tell this everywhere. The moment that shaped me was when I got kicked out of school after my freshman year. <laughs> that shaped, that, that literally changed my, really? entire, that changed my entire life because, wow. because I was that weird, awkward kid. And I, I put myself in this bad position where I averaged a 1.67 that year, mm. which means I only passed two classes, which is PE and choir. Oh, and everything man. else, I pretty much failed, you know, math, math and English. And you're, you know, math, I always tell people, my parents said, how are you Asian failing math? <laughs> and how are you born in America and failing English? Yeah. They, they, they couldn't believe it. Wow. And How many siblings do you have? I have two older half-sisters and one younger sister. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so you got kicked out of, you say, high school. ninth grade? Ninth grade. Got oh, kicked damn. out of ninth grade. I got sent to continuation school. Um, and if you guys don't know continuation school, it's that it's not at a real school. It's, no, at it's a, a joke. It's like an off. It's a weird office somewhere else. Yeah. Far away. And you go there once a week to pick up your homework. Right. And you're in there with all these troublemakers. And I'm it's like probably the worst thing that could happen to somebody who uh, just got kicked out of school because yeah. it, it, it supports your habits even more. I think that's how I, I probably went to seven or eight continuation schools. <laughs> so it was like, Oh, cool. Great. Yeah. I get to like mess around even more. Of course. Yeah. Well, the crazy part is my print, my mom, uh, luckily she worked at home for most of the time so that I was stuck at home. She wouldn't let me go anywhere. Yeah. And I lived right across the street from the high school I used to go to. Oh, so at the kitchen window, you could see across the street where everyone's leaving Two thirty-eight, the bell rings, right. everyone's leaving. And I'm looking at the window like, yeah. This sucks. Like, so why did it change and shape your future? Um, because I didn't want to be home alone and, mm. and I, I didn't want to be this disappointment to my parents or a disappointment to myself, you know? Right. So I had to like think back. I'm like, I need to work. Do I, do I want to continue this route? I can probably graduate. You can graduate early if you're in continuation school yeah. and break through a lot faster. But I was like, I wanted to be around people. I wanted to socialize. I wanted to be the person that I thought I was. Yeah. And I pretty much, transform myself and i'm like you know what fuck everything fuck everyone wow i don't care what everyone thinks i'm gonna do i'm gonna do me and be myself and not try to please everyone mm. and i think once i made that decision came back a completely different person i got back into the high school i was and those next two years were like some of the greatest years of my life wow started participating in things i'm like the school's dancer now i have a personality i dress the way i do I come out yeah i come out and you see in my yearbook, I'm the school's best dress. I'm the school's social butterfly. Wow. And before that, I was the kid that no one, I didn't know, I didn't talk. I barely talked. I was like the mute. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting, man. And so that is, that's why you got kicked out. Was, was it because you were just kind of in this shell and you didn't really, you, you just weren't connecting with anybody and you're not doing your work and. Partially, I think from eighth grade to like, I remember I was, remember I was in eighth grade and all these guys were telling me like, dude, schools infested there's so many gangsters there mm. they're gonna come after you they're gonna pick on you and the whole summer before going there that was that was my mindset right and when i got there that's exactly what happened because i kept thinking it yeah so i kept getting bullied the whole year i got into fights i got suspended i got the worst grades possible wow. i couldn't focus and i let it i let it drown me and that's all i got kicked out that's all it all happened i got kicked out of school and when you went through that and you were just watching your friends leave school every day yep right you made the decision of you know what i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do me i'm gonna like be myself mm -hmm. be who i want to be and so you came back in what 10th grade 
11th grade. 11th grade. Yeah, I stayed a whole year at home. Wow. Stuck a whole year. Yeah. And that gave me time to like really reflect and develop the person that I wanted to become. That's really cool, yeah. man. So when you think about where you are today, mm -hmm. what would you say are some of those unique gifts that you have? Right? Like, yep. and, and when in your life did you start to develop those gifts? Because did you go to college? I went to college for like a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. And we know, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure you learned what you learned, but right. there's some unique things that happened that mm -hmm. like some skills that you have today. Of course. What, what are those skills and when did you start to, to, to develop them? I think when I got back into school, I developed a lot of like social skills. I learned how to socialize, I learned how to network, I learned how to make friends through through dancing, through the way I dress, yeah. camping out for sneakers, selling sneakers, and I learned how to find out things that, that clicked or how, how I dressed and how people would react to it. Mm. So I started understanding things like the way things look, the way things are put together. It's like from your outfits yeah. to how a store design is now. Like right. those are things that I apply from as a, as a kid, you know, like I'd sit at home and watch rap music videos all day because I'm stuck at home yeah. and I'm studying that. I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's what I want to kind of transform this lifestyle into this. Right. And to this day, like I pay, I pay attention to the things that, that, that give me that spark and, and what gets me excited. And I, I do those same things into my businesses to this day. And I think that's why it's, it's translated so well. Well, that's pretty interesting, yeah. right? Like, so if you were to kind of bottle that up mm -hmm. of, man, this is what I do. Yeah. This is that thing, like without being modest, Okay. This is how I kill it. Okay. Right? Um, if, if Apple were to hit you up and yeah. be like, all right, Andy, we don't know who you are, yeah. dude, but you're doing something. Yeah. What do you do exactly? I am like, I put the, I put the, I connect the dots. Yeah. I'm the one that forms, I see this and this and I put it together. Mm. I'm finding the talent. I know the talent that's out there. I'm like, you, I'm going to, I'm going to connect with you and I'm going to turn you from, this regular chef into this chef extraordinaire. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the map. Yeah. And no one's going to be able to do it the way I can do it. Wow. Yeah. That's your thing. It's the thing. And finding, yeah, and just creating, like, stores. I'm like, just mashing things together. I'm great at mashing things together. Things that, like, and. Well, and I think what, what most people would be really curious about is you figure, so there's 25 afters locations, yep. right? There are 10, 11 other completely different concepts that you're owners in that right. you're an owner in different yeah. tenor 10 different <laughs> restaurant know, concepts sounds crazy that you are an <laughs> owner in and 40 of those locations yep. right so that's 65 different locations yeah. how the hell do you keep all that together mm -hmm. and what like how does that all work it's it's a tricky system um after its own monster itself, you know, that's the first project that we yeah. worked on. And I think seeing that and the projects I've developed along the way um, with the teams I'm a part of that we've been able to build this foundation infrastructure and how things work and how they all kind of connect together and how they work. Mm. Um, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a, it's very complex yeah. in how it works. But like we were talking about before, yep. um, just right now, yep. um, it's about the people you're around. Yes, of course. You know, what's your process for finding key people? People that are transparent, um, willing to work hard, um, ready to go through that struggle. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not overnight. And 
I've been doing this for like 16 plus years. Yeah. So when I'm looking for someone, I'm looking, I'm like, are you ready? Are you ready to like eat, breathe and you know, put everything into it? Cause it's not, it's not easy. So let me ask you this. Yeah. What's the biggest challenge that you see mm-hmm. with the mindset of a lot of younger people today? Mm-hmm. I guess it's not really about an age, but where do you think some aspiring entrepreneurs or, you know, young go-getter that wants to make it, what, what are some of the biggest challenges or like misconceptions okay. that, that they might have where it's like, man, you better tweak that. You yeah. better like shift that. What do you think that is? Cause you're around a lot of, a lot of young people. Yeah. I think if I'm saying talking from the restaurant industry, then a lot of kids think, Oh, I just put out a cool looking item that's super hyped and mashed up and that it'll, it'll automatically work. Yeah. And that's not the case. Like you need to, it's beyond the product. It's the people on board. Um, it's understanding, doing your research, understanding mm. this product, understanding what you're getting into. A lot of these kids don't, they don't do the research. Right. They're not studying history or they're not studying the competition. Yeah. And I think that's a big difference between me and a lot of other people. If I'm studying a cuisine or a type of something else, I'm studying it from here, from around the world. I'm flying out to Italy to study yeah. pasta or I'm studying, I'm flying to Nashville to study hot chicken. Right. And I'm going to every single place to make sure everyone thinks I'm just social media taking pictures and posting all these cool places, but I'm studying every single research. place. I'm studying the experience. I'm studying um, the history behind it, the people behind it, the way you do customer service, mm. the way things are served. Like I'm paying attention to every single detail to it. Yeah. And I think people are just, I'm just going to DM this guy and ask some questions. Like, no, right. I, like, no I'm going to, I'm different. I'm going to go, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to dig. Yeah. I'm going to dig until, until I get every single answer I need. And that's like, and I think I've applied that to other parts of my life too. Right. Yeah. That's huge, man. What have been some of the biggest like defining moments, like career defining mm-hmm. moments where it's like, are you, are you kidding me? Yeah. Wow. Um, I think career defining moments and I'm King was a big deal for me. It was, was a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, the team, the team members that are a part of it through the leverage guys, right. through my design, my former designer, Marilyn, who's with Skrillex all day. Yeah. Um, through Brian, who's shooting photography for the biggest companies out there. Um, those are, are big defining moments that I get to go around and tell people. Right. Like, look at this, look at this, this, this company that a bunch of superstars together. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't do it together, but once we saw, once we all grew up and went right. our way, like everyone took off. That's really cool. So for yeah. you, some of the career defining moments yeah. are not necessarily just about you. No, no. It's seeing your crew of people shine. Yep. That's pretty tight. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So, so what would you say like your your pregame routine is? Okay. You know, you got you got something new that you're pitching yep. or you got something that you're nervous mm-hmm. about. Like what do you do to to get in a state of all right, it's game time. Like what's your warm up process? Oh, my, for yourself? Ga- my game time warm up process is I am by myself. Mm-hmm. Um the shower's on. Yeah. Get my mind blowing. I let, I let clear out all the crap and it's focus time. And usually on those days, I don't really, I don't even eat. I'm not really? eating. It's like when I'm in, when I'm in the zone, it's, we're going, it's game time. We go and we get the job done. Wow. Um, from planning to prepping to, um, having things in place. Um, cause there's so many different things that we do. We either, we have a grand opening, like I'm, I'm prepped, you know, like, Oh, we have the lines ready. We have everything, like all right. the product ready. Uh, or if we have a media event, if we have a media event, I'm talking all day, 
that's it. I'm just going around talking to everyone and forget everything else. Mm. And I'll do it until I get home and pass out. Yeah. Yeah. So you just kind of go in and put the blinders on. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm zeroed in. I'm in that mamba mentality. I'm in my zone and I'm, I'm going for it. That's powerful, dude. Yep. And what's your, like, what, what have been some of the biggest things that you have learned about mindset, the mm -hmm. law of attraction? Because we've had a lot of these conversations before about this. But what have been some of the things that have stood out for you the most about how you manifest? Using, I think mind, the mind is, is, a, is a super powerful thing because I'm not really – I'm not – a fashion designer. I don't know how to design. Yeah. I never, I was never trained for it. Right. But I figured out how to build a clothing brand. Uh huh. I've can't cook a lick. Like ramen noodles in the microwave is probably the best thing I, I, can, <laughs> I can make. Yeah. But I have 10 plus con. I figure out how to make 10 right. plus concepts. Uh, and I, I don't really do real estate, but I'm developing projects now. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's all in my head and, mm. and, and it's, and I'm challenging myself all the time. Like, how do I make this happen if I don't have the skill? How do I put this? How do I put this all together? Yeah. Um, and my 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 mind's a beast. You know, I I trained it to be a beast. I'm like, you need, you need to get it. You need to zero in. And what was that training process for you all about? I mean, you've got these different things going on. They all started in your mind, of course. right? How did you take them mm -hmm. at, at, to go from your mind to real life? I want it more than anyone. My mind just wants it more than anyone else. Yeah. And I think. You, I can apply that to like, apply this to like a funny story as a, as a kid. To every girl I liked back then as a kid. Yeah. You wanted, I studied, I studied them. I wanted to know <laughs> what they liked, yeah. what they wanted to do. And yeah. this is how I gift them. I'm, here, I'm gifting you with this. And they're like, whoa, like, how, how'd you know? Like, well, yeah. I did my research. And that's the same thing how I apply to like my concepts right. or things that, you know, you got to find out what you need or how I product placed on celebrities. I was yeah. a kid from Westminster. I didn't know anybody from out here. Right. Like, how's I getting onto these rappers? Well, I'm going to dig. Who's your brother? Who's your sister? Who's your best friend? Wow. I'm going to hit him up. Wow. And I'm going to get my clothes to him. And he's going to, oh, he, this guy's cool. And our homies, now I'm going to get on to Kendrick Lamar for yeah. you. Oh, perfect. Now we're good. Yeah. yeah like it's uh, a mentality of like whatever it takes to make it happen. So studying people and what I'm really hearing is it's like your, your, your skill set with manifesting is, you know, in terms of attracting mm -hmm. people is really studying them yep. and then finding a way to provide value for them. Correct. Yeah. So how long did you stalk your, your wife for? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how long? Me and her? Oh, I've known her for 14 plus years. Wow. And we've been, we, we've been, we dated for, we didn't date until like eight years after that. Was there a, was there, did you go through that process as well? Did you kind of like, Watch her from a, from a distance. Find a certain gift that you're gonna give her. I had, a, I had to study her, and she, you know, she was a girl from Corona that liked screamo music, and I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kid like screamo, screamo and all that stuff, and I'm listening to hip hop over here, yeah. and I'm like, how do I, how do I break this wall down and, and connect? But you did it. Yeah, we did it. And, yeah, and, no. and you made every other uh, husband on earth look <laughs> like. A, a major lack of creativity your 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 wedding photos that whole journey i'm like man come on dude uh, she had to put up with a lot that's why i had to that give was her incredible dude that's great and now you're expecting expecting yeah Woo! yeah get ready i'm nervous to be the greatest experience of your life yeah 
for the next eight years, you think it's been cool seeing these concepts grow mm-hmm. and expand? For the next eight years, pretty much every single week, there's something new that happens. Okay. They move their hands better. They, they Their eyes are working differently. Yeah. Then they say their first word. Then they crawl. Then they stand up. Then they walk. <laughs> Dude, it's like eight, for eight years straight. Oh, man. Yeah, and then at year eight, they're just over you. Yeah. <laughs> But by then, you hopefully you'll be able to start it again, if not already in motion. Oh man, I'm I'm excited, but that's sick. I'm dude. nervous, and that's Good. a different challenge for me. And to break to break the um, to break my current like routine now is gonna be <laughs> tricky. Yeah. yeah. Well, add to it though. It's if anything, it, all it really does is it adds to the the fire. Yeah. You know, because it's 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 not about you anymore of course yeah yeah that's awesome man so let me ask you this what would you say you know people i would say look at you like a superhero (laughs) you know same way that we would look at our favorite skater or our favorite designer Mm -hmm. or our favorite rapper Mm -hmm. as a superhero yep where is superhero andy still battle where are you still like man i gotta work on that Everyone got, we all still have some bad habits that we need to break. Yeah. And with me, it's always, I'm, I'm on my phone 24 seven, mm. you know, I'm using that. I'm like, these are my tools. And I'm, I still battle it to this day on, on, on how to stop that yeah. and become human and present and, and live in the moment. Right. And I've been working with that for the past two years. It's a, a big break thing. Away. Yeah. And for the past, before that I was working on my career for forever, for like right. 14 years straight. And I was like, you know what? I gotta break this. I'm gonna start traveling. I'm gonna take off. That's cool. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> but I'm gonna. I'm still working technically. I'm still traveling and getting yeah. inspired and doing, doing whatever. research. Yeah, but I also use that as like an escape plan or, or do something else that I'm not always tied into this all yeah. the time. So how do you keep that in check, right? I mean, we we work on our phones mm-hmm. and it, it's like it's nonstop. Of course. So do you have any any secrets of what you do to? Mm-hmm. Because uh, what it, what you're really saying is distractions, of course. right? And mm-hmm. and being on it 24/7. Yep. Got any tricks? Yeah, if I'm with people, I'm talking. If I'm talking to people, I'm like like, like this. Phone's face down, covered, yeah. and I'm not looking at it. I'm mm. not touching it. And I deal with it later. If I'm with if I'm with dinner with the wife, put the phone down, That's flip good. it on its face, and don't talk. And because you see, you, you you go to some meetings and you're you're sitting there and they're on the, they're this and you're yeah. like. Like, not that's, not a good, that's not a good look. Yeah. Like, you want to connect. You want to take your business relationship to the next level. Right. You both need to be present because you start connecting on a different level at that point. Yeah, that's good, dude. Yeah. So those we are, all got that, right? Yeah, and especially with this, th- this generation today, yeah. we're all this. So if we can put that down for a little bit and connect with the person that we're right next to at that moment, that, could, that takes your relationship to far beyond what you can expect. That's awesome, dude. So what's next? What's, what, what's in the future <laughs> You know, what do yeah. you see? Because I feel like you're, you're, you're a part of something, right? You're not just like investing into things. I yep. feel like you are a part of a change that's occurring. Mm-hmm. So give us some insight on like what's next for you? What's next for the future of the, the, the food industry? What have been some of the things you got going on? Um, a big thing for me is I, I always hear the term or I read articles about um, retail is dead. Mm. And, and I when I hear that, I get, I get that, I get that, the cringe. Cause I'm like, that's not true. Yeah. Uh, that's only, you only say that because 
you're not paying attention to what's going on. Mm. There's so many more experiential things that are going on or the way that the way that retail is changing. Yeah. And I w I'm going to be at the forefront of that. And that's why I see myself as as in the real estate game, helping redevelop these project and plazas and malls and showing them if you want it to work, you need to connect to your customers. You need to stop forcing product and trying to sell them all the time. Mm. Give them experience, show them, show them why they need to to be a part of this movement. And then they'll buy into it. And once they buy into it, you're good. But if you're forcing product down their throat all day, like sales, this, yeah. buy this, it's not working. We're, the, the consumer, we're a lot smarter now. There's there's so many other ways to get things. Man, yeah. as you're speaking, I was just thinking, Andy would have gotten a hold of some execs at Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could have saved Toys R Us. <laughs> I, wish they, I wish they hit me up. What would I you would have done? I would turn that whole place into an experiential place because you remember as a kid you remember going there going that was the spot. wild. Now yeah. now you're getting there, you can't touch. It's all everything's in boxes. You can't touch or play with yeah. anything. But if you were to like have a great time, like you know you're a kid and you're playing the story, like after you're holding, you're like I gotta have this. Right. Start bring it back to your parents. Like, give me give me this. So you're the superhero of retail. You're coming in to save the day, is what you're I, really I, saying. I hope so. I hope yeah. I, I hope I can change it and reshape it and take it to the next level. That's cool. Yeah. So you, what you're really doing is creating like an experiential mm -hmm. process. Yep. Yeah. Any insight that you could give us on like what the future of retail mm -hmm. would look like or, or should look like or could look like mm -hmm. in your eyes? Uh, I'm seeing obviously the, the VR thing is, is getting it's getting crazier. I've, I've gone to one. Virtual that, reality. Yeah. It, it's the experiences that they're bringing you into. Or, yeah. Or, or it's beyond like what we've ever thought of like five, ten years ago. Yeah. And the way people shop, you're not forcing just products down them. You're, you're giving them, you've been to the ice cream museums, you've been to yeah. all those places. And those are things people want to go to. They want right. to be able to shoot pictures. They want to be able to tell their friends. They want to be able to um, connect with you and, and things that are well built out instead of just throwing like racks on the, like, racks on the right. wall on product. You're, like you're making it tell a story. Mm. You're bringing, you're connecting to, to your audience. Having every little spot feel like a little bit of Disneyland. Of course, and I, you know, you know, one there's one year at I'm King that I went to Disneyland four or five times a week just to study, study experiences because I know every ride is not just a ride. Every ride tells a story. Yeah. And I paid attention to that. Every I paid attention to all of it. Yeah, I noticed you're at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, I used to be at Disneyland all the time, and I remember my friends, you're still, you're Disneyland again. I'm like, hey, there's a reason I'm doing it. Yeah. Everything's strategic. That's awesome, yeah. dude. And who who better to study from than the, the, the mouse house? And the man. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, I'm excited, dude. I'm really excited to like, you know, it's been it's been really cool to watch you the last five years. <laughs> and I don't know if you feel like this. I know I do. I feel like today's day one. Well, same thing, always. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Any uh any last bits of advice that you could give to you know, whether somebody's at, 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 at I think mm. there's kind of three places, you know, you could mm. be at the very start. You're just literally ramping up. You're, mm. you're coming up with your concepts. Yep. You know, you could be in the middle, mm -hmm. like our boy Nick, Sissom yeah. Bath. Nick's in the well, middle. He's, he's, he's the man. You know, he's right there. Yeah. And then you could also be, um, so it's really four levels. I think you're the beginning. You're, 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 you're in the middle. Mm -hmm. You're at a plateau yep. where you made it, but then you, you went back down or you're at the pinnacle. Yeah. You're like, you're looking over and you're like, damn. So wherever you're at, mm -hmm. what kind of insight would you give? I think along the way to everyone is, is treat others, treat everyone with kindness. 
you never know who's going to become what. Um, I've seen kids that started as a kid through email became like a superstar in the industry and that's training millions and millions of dollars now yeah and they're like oh thanks you know thanks Andy uh, thanks for answering me that question that one right. time you're super nice and I'm like thank god I wasn't a dick to him because <laughs> this fool's a boss now I'm gonna need to do something with him someday uh, but along the way I've met so many people like that yeah that, you know like you don't know like this kid that was like hustling hard and he was weird and awkward but his weird and awkwardness shined in another, another way like years down the line you're like right. oh now here's my chance. Now you're doing something. Hey, can we yeah. do a collaboration? He's like, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So be kind to everyone. Be kind to everyone. You never know. And, and stay, stay grounded, level headed. Um, cause once you think you're at the top overnight, things can change mm. and you need to have that personality where you need to stay hungry and, and continue fighting cause life's a challenge and it, one moment could be the greatest moment. The next, it could be a, a big learning lesson. <laughs> yeah. 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 And no matter what, it's always about just, I think coming from the place of like, what is there to learn from this? Of course. You know, and always knowing that things aren't happening to us. It's easy to get caught up in that feeling, right? Like, oh, why is this happening to me? Mm -hmm. And just trusting. It's happening for me. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, brother. Well, we appreciate you, do. You've been an inspiration to watch. Mm. And uh, we'll have to review and see if you've reached 100 companies 12, 12 months <laughs> from hope, now. Dude. I hope I don't have 100 companies from now. I want to hopefully stay focused and grow the crazy projects that I have with the yeah. cool people I'm working with and and just take it from there. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Any last words? Anybody you want to thank or shout out? Uh, thanks. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, you know, man. I definitely look up to you. And, thank and you, man. Glad to see how much you've grown over time. And yeah, I appreciate Congratulations that. Congratulations on the new baby, too. Thank you. <laughs> We're waiting. Two months? Two months. Woo! Next thing, that's me, one arm. <laughs> baby Andy. Yep. Let's go. Project Mindset, episode 19. Andy Nguyen. We out. That's it, guys. Episode 19. It is a wrap. Hope your 2019 is launching on a good one. I hope that the information that we're giving you is, is leaving you in a space of inspiration. That's our purpose. That is our intention. We are going to continue bringing this each and every single week. Make sure you also tune in to Think Big Thursday, our second podcast. And for all of our real estate friends, early February, we got something new coming for you. World's Greatest Agent. Be on the lookout for that. And as always, I've got a question for you. And the question I have for you is, what was your defining moment? What was the defining moment that you had as a child that most shaped who you are today? Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Stay focused, stay inspired, and I'll talk to you soon.